Let's do it. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't give a shit or a fuck right now. So let's go. He is and tired. Could have a better opening than that. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing good, you Alex. Yeah. Not so fucking bad. All right. Well, Bobby, uh, you scheduled this guest. I did. That's uh, excited to have him on. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked too. Um, but you want to do our opening notes? Oh yes. Sorry. I already fucking it up uh welcome to industry secrets the podcast where we talk shit and talk shop um industry secrets pod at gmail.com is the email address and um the uh same name at the instagram so uh bobby uh doesn't um just also our current guest uh, bobby doesn't usually schedule guests so it's kind of a rarity <laughs> when he does and i'm always kind of intrigued um yeah. so i'm uh I, i'm gonna let him kind of uh swing off uh, we got pratty boy in the house i know right alex oh, pratt I'm, I'm ready i am ready <laughs> yeah. any relation to chris no but i've used that multiple yeah, yeah, yeah. times <laughs> i'm his younger brother i'm his younger brother just a cousin. successful cousin just a successful cousin uh so start the podcast podcast off every the same way every time. Um, Alex, as an adult man, have you ever shit your pants? Yes, one hundred percent, all the time. I okay. love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the wet, stinky ass. So fucking let's go. You got any uh, significant stories that are memorable to talk about? Of like shitting uh, your pants. Well, like, shit, oh, I was at my shitting my pants. I have a funny one when I was in college. In there Long we go. Beach. Using a fake ID, I weighed probably like two forty. ID said I weighed one sixty. Skinny. <laughs> I'm in Long Beach, and we're going to this fucking club where everybody goes to. We go into the fucking club and whatever we're partying, we're fucking hammered, and uh, I'm talking to this girl. And I remember like, oh, fuck, I got a shit. <laughs> Oops. Conversation apparently was so good I couldn't leave. I end up shitting, getting kicked out of the club, running away from her. <laughs> and fucking, yeah. And then my roommate at the time who played water polo for the Long Beach State was like, where are you? I was like, dude, I shit my pants. This is before <laughs> fucking Uber. I'm 37. <clears throat> So I'm fucking just standing in the parking lot, you know, wiping my ass with my used boxes and just fucking throwing them in the fucking bushes. See, that is the move. Yeah, yeah, you don't see You have to take the fucking boxes off and then wipe everything, get clean, and you're free-balling the rest of the time. That's why dudes that are like, I don't wear underwear, I'm like, you are playing the deadliest game. Yeah. Like, it is literally just a just-in-case system. For real. Exactly. And how many times if you're out working or anything and you're drinking and you, you know, you dribble a little piss on yourself. Oh, yeah. The boxers stop it from showing. Especially if you like some gray shorts. Gray shorts. You got a guest at the, at the door if you let oh. him in. Otherwise, he'll, he yeah. won't stop. The young gun, Jameson. <laughs> oh, hello. We got a surprise guest. My son. Guest. So you want to say something to the pod? He's got so a, people don't just hear your footsteps. strong knock for a... He is. Small child. You want to say hi? Say right there. Say hi. Almost. Hey, Jameson. Say hello to me. Hi. Hey, Jameson. How many times have you shit your pants? Oh, regularly. Regularly. Yeah. He's a. He's a regular Alex Phillips. He's he's not loving the the whole using the toilet for his shits right now. I know. Well, I have a baby, so all I do is wipe ass Uh right now. Um. So, Alex, tell us a little about yourself. Um. How you got in this industry? Like, what what really got you into the beer industry? 
I had moved back from northern Washington. I okay. was cur- currently not wearing socks. I went fall far hippie. When you left or when you came back? When I left. When I came back to the Bay Area. Oh, you were just like wearing like sandals made of rope. With no, no, I was socks. just wearing vans without socks and I oh. was adamant against it. And I also there was a brief period where I only wore a kimono. <laughs> we can get into that later. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I moved back and I switched industries, so I were I lived on an island. Not a lot of work. Oh. So I worked at a nursing home. Oh, you just like wiping ass, huh? I apparently so. I'm very good at it. Um, I was Top conf- tier. I was confident when my wife got pregnant. Okay. Very yes. confident. There we go, buddy. Um, moved back, and I l- happened to live in Walnut Creek, California. That's where the headquarters of BevMo is. Okay. So I needed. I just needed a part-time job. I made a bunch of money in Washington, and I was trying to figure out my life. Early- Mid to early 20s. Um, so I take the beer buying job at store one. <laughs> and I worked there for about a year. Then started really getting into craft beer because I wasn't really into it in northern Washington. Um, oh, okay. I mean, that's a, that's a really solid it's place. Weird. To... It's a weird yeah. thing because <laughs> now I'm actually going back in a week. And I'm super excited. Like, oh, no, no. All, I'm just fucking looking up these breweries. I'm going to fucking all this shit. And, uh, but I end up getting poached by a, a distributor, which normally happens. Yeah. We all, we, we all use. We all know where everyone's hunting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were all hunting and started as a merchandiser, which a lot of people do. This is the, the old school way. You start as a merchandiser, you work your way up. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Uh, so I ended up doing that for six months. They give me, I do sales relief. And then all the upper management loved me because I could just fix any problem. Sure. So, and I had a mentor that told me not to get on a route. And it's probably the best thing I've ever done because I was okay. able to do on off, you know, liquor stores. It was we, yeah. we did Sierra and like Racer 5 in the Bay Area, which is like selling water. Yeah. You're selling pallets. So I end up taking over the Warriors... In a stadium, doing all the ordering and everything there. Okay, all right. So, it it let me go to the Warriors finals games with KD and everything like that, and it gave me a sense of. I always say this because my current company always fucking hires the wrong people, <laughs> and. <laughs> But I got to do, you know, C stores, bars, you know, concepts. Like you're doing all of it. You're getting, you're just like, I was a sponge and I just took everything in. No, yeah, that's incredible. Like chain store, you're doing everything. So you know, inside and out, the entire industry. That's one of the best skill tool tool sets, skill sets to have. It's actually the one I lack. Tool belts. I never worked in uh, wholesale, but. Being able to kind of see how those like different dynamics, C stores, chains, you know, mom and pops all work at the wholesale level really do give you an advantage as you kind of like move your career forward because you're like, oh, I know how I'm supposed to interact as a retailer, as a distributor with these people. It's it's just it's a great skill set to have for sure. Yeah, luckily in my career, it's like I've had like every facet of it. I've like mm-hmm. able to touch it. You know, maybe it's for three months, six months, a week. But you gain it, so you go into these mom and pops, and you know exactly how to talk to them. Yeah. 
and you go into chains or you do concepts and you know you have to program something so you know pretty much everything at this point and you know exactly how to handle each account separately so um from there i moved to well, the Barry is wildly expensive. Oh, is it? <laughs> I've never heard wildly that. expensive. And me and my fiance at the time, now wife, mother of the, the child, <laughs> the child. Um, she basically was like, "Oh, where do you want to move? I want to live two hours plane flight away from home." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Arizona, Denver. I don't want to go back to Washington." So that we just chose those two. We went to Phoenix. First two breweries I visit, well, I'm here one week, I'm sick as a dog. Ren House and fucking Goldwater. I don't know how my wife found them. We had know. no fucking clue. I mean, there's a specific time in Arizona kind of beer scene if you went on Facebook groups and just were like, hey, I'm in town, where should I check out? Those would have been the two breweries thrown in your face the most. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. There, this is four were, years ago. Yeah, so that would have been exactly the time. Like two years, Renhouse mm-hmm. I think was two or yep. three, and like yep. what, Goldwater was three mm-hmm. at the time? That would have been the time, yeah. Um, so I was right. like, oh shit, Arizona can fuck with beer. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's really, and that is like, you're right, that is the time people were like, Arizona is now brewing good beer, which is kind of insulting to everyone else, but it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it it's takes fine. time, though, too. The Bay Area, you look t- 10, 15 years ago, you didn't have field work, Alvarado, like Cellar yeah. Maker, these other big ass things. These breweries that are really highly clouded and like. Yeah, you but, need a good mix of like legacy, heritage, and like hype breweries kind of blended together to like give a real good beer scene, I think. Exactly. And then, um, I mean, I feel like Sierra does a really good job of like. Helping young breweries get to where they're yeah. going to do. I've heard stories of the owner driving beer to GABF for like a teeny little fucking brewery. Oh, wow. Like, we'll just throw it on a truck. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Santan actually does that here. They um So, for JBF, all the beers that get shipped out for Arizona breweries will actually take into pallets at Santan's production facility. They load them up and they ship them on a truck to down to uh, Denver. Denver for the judging. So everyone's samples are like equally like stored and taken care of, and mm-hmm. so like it kind of equal- they're represented well. Yeah, and it, right? it kind of equalizes the competition, right? Like everyone's shit was refrigerated, everyone like was shipped the same, and you know it's kind of always the job of like Four Peaks used to do it, and it's always kind of the job of like the, the adult brewery in the room, and right now it's Santan, right? Because they're the the big dogs. Yeah, and Four Peaks is now a corporate owned brewery, no matter what anyone wants to think about it. But yeah. like they just don't think like that anymore. And so, yeah, I, that's really awesome that they do that. Yeah, it's, I think it's also very important when you see the independent thing on there. Yeah. They, the craft beer community in general, it's like, I'll bitch about reps constantly, but we all are friends. Yeah. For the most part. We're in the thick of it together. We're right? in like, the thick of it. We're all going through the same shit. Yeah. And we take care of each other. And having like a big independent brewery that is doing well that takes care of the little ones that aren't to help them get up. I love that about the industry. So once you moved here, what was the first gig? So I interviewed at a couple breweries that are in the Crescent House and they for were sales. For sales. Yeah. And God bless them they didn't hire me. <laughs> I told you it was fine. It was fine. No, like there was like a couple of them I was like in looking back at it now being here for 4 years I was like, oh my God, that was the best thing. So I wasn't, I had a weird resume though, too. You got to remember, 
I'm coming. Like I was specifically didn't want to be on a route. Yeah. I wanted to be able to be, do whatever I wanted. My company loved me. They offered me like an egregious amount of money to stay. And I said, no, it's still not enough. Yeah. Well, for that area. Yeah, for that area, it was more cost of living than it was anything else. I love the company. I still mm-hmm. talk to my GM and everybody from the old company. But well, the uh, problem is, like, when the median average salary is like $140,000 and you're getting paid 70 to sell beer, and you're like, well, that's decent money to sell beer, but like, I can't survive at that at half what the median is, right? No, like, even now you see it with some of these people that are like, you're. For smaller companies, it's harder to pay more. Yeah. So you oh, have so you have to get somebody who does it, and it's going to take you at least a year to get, to start making if you're commission based. Yeah. To make any mm-hmm. type of yeah, livable, in, livable income. And uh, what can happen a lot of times is uh, you build someone up, and then someone who's got more assets to throw at them is like, "Hey, over here," and you I'm know, doing the same thing now for you for. Ten thousand dollars more. And year. listen, I, as much as I do, like, want to like retain the people I train and the the time I put into them. Like, I'm also not going to get in the way of anyone who's trying to improve their life for the better or like do better by their family and shit like that. That that's fucked, right? Like, if someone like wants to leave the right way, just like, hey man, like this is a better opportunity. Sorry, like, but that does like we're all kind of starting to piss in each other's pools because it's all growing so fast. Because like part of that like good hype culture. Is Newbury's always got to kind of be opening, right? Yeah. And we are, because of COVID, we are bottle fucking necking right now. Like We are fucked. In general, like... the Oh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. I also blame it on fucking Travor. <laughs> Explain. So direct beer is fucked because all they're doing is brewing to fucking order, mm-hmm. sending it out, and it's all like 4-3, and the beer is probably like a 3-2 at best. Yeah. But on Untapped, but yeah. on Untapped, it's four four, and it's getting hard to build fucking brands. So I was trying to, I had actually reached out to Jack Beer to get my beer into Washington, um, and to no surprise, they didn't respond. And I'm talking with Taylor Allen from Thorn. Yeah, I was just on the phone. With I'm Taylor. like, yo, dude, like, have you reached out to these guys? He's like, they just want like four, and four and higher starred rating breweries. Otherwise, not going to touch you. I was like, well, that's fucking bullshit because I'm only trying to give them two products and those products are highly rated, but because the brewery as a whole isn't that isn't a four plus, like they don't want to touch it. I'm like, dude, I know the two products, Fluffy and Fistful, it'll crush yeah, those markets. Those but fuck, they fuck I everywhere. I um, honestly can tell you that. Like, also, so, like, but the, here's, what a weird business model because if you it's did, hype, super if, rare. If you did any cursory amount of like investigating the system you're basing your picking on, you'd know it's insanely flawed, full of whack jobs. And like weird people that like rate weird and like it's a good it's it's a way to get a good air for something, but like to like have it be strict rules based on shit that's rated, it's like, well, that's kind of dumb because there's no like whiskey advocate is like, hey man, like that's good and Well, so here's what I was gonna do. Oh sorry. Uh when we after we had that conversation was like fuck untapped. Right? Let's burn the system to the ground. Uh, it should be used just for consumers to check in, have a little That's diary about their beer. Be uh, and now it's skewing how buyers buy beer and like they don't support local. Even though I'm not a local brand, they're like they're not supporting local because it's like But you're not a local rep. Like yeah. that's the thing. You show up. Like but, you're going yeah. to a fucking event tonight. Like all this other stuff. Yeah. It doesn't so, matter. Supporting the Arizona beer scene, but I'm just not in Arizona. So this is what my plan is as a 
a serial entrepreneur wanting to open every fucking business possible. I'm just going to open a bot farm for untapped ratings and then just go hit a brewery up. Like, hey, for a thousand bucks, I'll give you 5,000 five star ratings because I got a bunch of bots that are willing to check things in for you. <laughs> I have the best story. Like, uh, when I worked. Allegedly. Oh, well, I didn't. We didn't yeah. get into where I went after I moved here, but the, I'll fast forward. I was selling for a teeny little company, doesn't exist anymore. I was selling a brand that I love, Mason, and I fucking, they sent out like a draft only sour, two kegs. And I fucking went into an account and they're like, Alex, Alex, it's not rated, it's not rated. I was like, give me one second. And you, Five. Yep. That's how fucking easy Untapped is. Yeah. Absolutely. It's oh all bullshit. Oh my God. It's I, bullshit to a point. I feel no, bad that, you're, I, I that one of your suppliers only sent two kegs. Like, that's them like thinking that they're gonna hook up two accounts, what they're really doing is pissing off more accounts. Because like, what do you mean I didn't get it? And you're like, no, no it's I only not even, two. It's not even hypothetical bullshit. I know for a fact, especially in Arizona, how that shit gets manipulated. Dabina's Goza and Roses, or whatever the fucking name of that beer was, was the number one Goza rated in the U.S. for like twelve hours or something, or maybe like four days. I don't know. They just had something everybody they knew unchecked, untapped well, real fast. Um. Well, what had happened, mm-hmm. and someone who was there, uh, I won't name them because, uh, but someone uh, who probably owned the place who told me, he's like, yeah, I just provide free food and drinks, and then so-and-so brings all of his, like, untapped buddies in. They come in, and he just kind of, like, encourages them to, like, rate all this stuff cool because, like, you know, we're taking You're care of them and stuff like that. And then I was like, is that how, like, you know, and then... That same person who he was talking about is also like super tight with, um, you know, number one rated brewery in the world uh, down the street. And it's like, hmm, a few things start to kind of click in and, and the whole system's bullshit anyways. And it's just, I've literally like talked to people like, there's this girl I used to work with in tech. I used to use Untapped when I was in tech before I ever got into the beer industry Yeah, uh, on this side of it. And uh, she would literally pull up untapped and like drink an IPA, and she'd be like, "Rate it one star." I don't like IPAs, and I'd be like, you, "What? What? What? Fuck it! They just don't fuck." What are you doing? Like- Dude, I had a uh, when I was in like the chain restaurant industry, um, I had a coworker come from another like mom and pop's shop, and they had put an ad in the paper. Uh, come in, have dinner, come in. review us on Yelp, get twenty percent off your meal. Well, so. What I heard was that they would only give you the 20% off if you five-starred them. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> like in I, our industry, it's a fucking subjective as fuck. Yeah. I enjoy well, loggers. Well, well, it's yeah. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying I just enjoy loggers, you know. They're like, delightful. Hazy IPAs right now are like the worst. I, just, I don't drink them. Yeah. I went on a whole rant about there's 5% of that are good, 5% of that are horrible, and mm-hmm. the rest just fucking taste the same. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And Dude, I remember when I was living in San Diego, I'd work at the, my brewery on Sundays. We'd close at 9. The Tasting of Modern Times would close at 10. I'd get from my brewery to Modern Times Tasting Room right by my house in like 25 minutes, and I'd go in, I'd get a flight, I'd drink the beer, and then I'd go home. It was like my nice little like... Uh, um, Treat, uh, yeah, like just, just like this is. I get, I get to wind down somewhere that's not home, and I don't want to be at work, so I would go there, and I was a huge hazy fan then. So I'd get um, the buddy or this uh, one. That's perfect. Yeah, that. Um, 
and I, so I'd go in and get like five hazies and then like a sour, and then I'd sit there and like lose track of which beer is what because they don't put like a name on it. They just say like, as you ordered it in Did this row. You had the one in Mission Bay or Mission. No, Park? in North Park. North Park. Um, yeah. But it was like every like this. This is good, and I drink the next one. I'm like this is good, and I drink the next one. I go, this is good. <laughs> they all fucking taste the same though. Yeah. They my, all taste exactly the same. Yeah, my introduction to Hazy's was kind of weird because, like, I was in Philly right around the time the New England IPA before it became, like, Hazy or whatever was, like, you know, the, the juicy New England styles were kind of, like, becoming a known thing. Was Hedy um, still... Was Hedy... Yeah. Hedy was, Hedy was just starting to print cases, right? Yeah. And uh, so we had just hired a brewer from Tired Hands. So while we were out there, uh, we went to this brewery that they had collabed with called Second Story. And they had a collab on called Hoppy Balboa. Great name. In, in Philadelphia, I can yeah. sell the shit out of that. <laughs> Insanely delicious beer. My plan usually when I travel is just to grab a pint of whatever, grab a pint of whatever, grab a pint of whatever. Just try it. You know, there's a lot of stuff to consider. Uh, you know, regional, blah, 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 taste. And, you know, stuff that's that I'm just thinking about why I just kind of jump from pint to pint to pint. I drank 12 of those beers in a row. I was like, Andrew Bowman, I am leaving. Do you want to share an Uber? And he's like, yes. And we <laughs> left because we stayed at the same hotel. And uh, I was just like, uh, it was incredible. And I, and I was like, man, I am so excited for this new wave of like innovating, like late hop additions. And like, I just was so interested in the science and the process and was so hopeful for it. And then <clears throat> maybe about a year or two later, I find myself at Monkish and I'm just completely deflated on the other end of it. Every beer is exactly the same. Exactly the same. You walk up, the tap list is like... And then the product's good, it's like it's X, exact same. X, double dry hop. Y, Y double dry hopped. Like, and there's like six options, and then the lines of... Like, everyone's there to get their allocation. I drank three beers. I couldn't have told you which was which. And I was just like, this is the most popular version of it. And I just... Yeah. I remember being like, this is headed in the wrong direction. And... Uh, well, you're 100% correct with that. Because <laughs> yeah. These breweries, they'll, they'll make their name on a beer. Like, let's say I'm X and they ride brewery the train as and long they, as they fucking can. do it. And then they're like, okay, now I'm going to pump out fucking seasonals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all basically the same. They fucking throw a fucking hop in at the and end. And a crazy can art. A cra- can art. I am Dude. the brand manager of one that literally has based their whole fucking business model mm-hmm. off of it. Yep. Dude, the, the can art is seriously mind-boggling. It hit me literally this week. I swung over uh, to Sugar Bar to check out that food truck uh, on, like... Random as fuck kitchen. Huh? Random as fuck. Well, that's the most popular one, yeah. but what food yeah. truck was? I've, I, it's some burger truck. Oh, oh Rand. I Rand like Rand. He's dope. Though. I had yeah. that at the beer festival. Dude's so. dope, and his food's dope. The food's yeah. really good. Shout but the guy's fucking the guys, Randizzle. The guy's fucking... I, I met him once quickly at... Uh, um, Rift and obviously Damien was hyping him up and he had a line yeah. right away and he wasn't even ready. He was still setting up and he was standing outside and gives nucks to Damien. He walks up, gives you nucks and he's just like a charismatic, fun guy. So like, I I love that his he's got success for being you know a good person. Uh, but I do want to start getting into your uh, career at 
Um, beer connect. Beer connect. Everybody wants the old beer connect. I should have brought the whole fucking team. I'm I know, the last right? one standing. Yeah, yeah. In the in- no old. Uh, well, no. Nick's Adam, still in the industry. Nick is no. He just sold his soul to fucking Mick Ultra. So you go fuck yourself, Nick. <laughs> oh, hey, take that money. Take the money though. Take he has money. a new fucking secure kid. the bag. Yeah, kid. Secure the bag with the MCAT. Kid in the house. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. I I will never give someone shit about leaving, like uh, a craft role for a domestic role for the money like, not at all take the you, money man like you're good at what you do who fucking cares what you want to do as long as you're okay doing it and if the money supports your family like have at it dude like do what you need to do to no support your family. i i was so happy for him because if you know but Nick also fuck him, all, hey, fuck him all, <laughs> all day every day i'm gonna golf with him on i like that guy but like if you know him he worked in louisiana so he's only worked for ab houses like it yeah. kind of fucking fits <clears throat> I don't know why he has a Louisiana accent when he's from fucking Gilbert, but uh, <laughs> he, he just, there's a lot. He of, just liked it. There's a lot of questionable accents in this industry. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that mother, that guy is probably. I've learned a lot from uh, him <clears throat> because of like we beer connect was a shit show. Yeah, we were like six people that loved the fucking party, and, and we and had to hustlers. sell. We had to sell everybody on one that were a real distributorship, which, yeah. which you weren't. Yeah, we t- yeah, legally we were, but not barely. by any barely. 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 Uh, but we what, had like very- what made it not so because because um, the whole idea of Beer Connect started in San Diego from with uh, uh, Chris, Chris Young. Young. Um, and it was Fuck like, it was going to be, I can't wait to get into this. Um, that it, like, I remember when I was in San Diego doing ride alongs, um, having my reps then telling me that they're worried about this new, like online platform for, uh, like a beer distributor. And they're like, that's yeah, like the next competition that we're all really actually worried about. Cause like they're going to get brands that sell themselves. And we're actually out here like, walking the streets uh but then i don't think he ever got off the ground in san diego and went he went to arizona Arizona. his mom lived here so it was easier i think i mean i literally just uh did he live with his mom (laughs) no he didn't but he lived in north scottsdale there was he ran that whole company from a fucking two-bedroom one-bath apartment and fucking on hayden the gambler special (laughs) working from the fucking home he had to leveraged money he had investors, and I think there was one big one in uh, Scottsdale. I think his mom helped him because he, without a doubt, he is uh, a, a handsome, charismatic. Everybody fella. loved him. Like, he, he's a beautiful you, man. Yeah, oh, I, I, I met Chris. You oh, talked yeah, to him. Yeah, and well, he I was part of the guild board that he came to to talk about his very illegal idea. And try to sell us on it. And what be was like, his, hey, was, support us. What was illegal? Oh, I can't wait to get into the illegal things yeah. that he tried well, to what, do. What is so? What, so, so again. However, the business ended up acting directly when he came and was like, "Hey guys, this is what I'm gonna do." We were just like, "This is wildly illegal." What and what was the aspects of that? So uh, a, a handful of things on our end, like the uh, the aspects of like you can't order beer online after certain hours in Arizona. There's been a lot of weird laws. Ah. There's all these like weird laws about like storing and warehousing, and it is what it fucking is, man. The three tier system is just. What exists in Arizona until it is changed, it just exists. Well, it protects a lot of us. Yeah, well, like, it, let's not it, lie it, that it, it also, does protect. It also us. protected, yes. you know, other distributors from just like you know having. I guess let me back it up because I didn't actually say anything right there. Um, well, what's when, the when difference you, between 
being able to go online and typing in an order that doesn't get processed till the next day and a buyer so texting you so establish at three in the morning because they did a line of blow and all of a sudden they're drinking I, a beer and thought they were well, business. The biggest like, difference is some lobbyists paid some fucking dipshit to write it on a paper and pass it as a law. Got it. So, but mostly the thing that we tried to explain to him the most was franchise law is pretty established here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And until there is an overhaul of the three-tier system, you can't really like... Like, so in spirits, like, I have a distillery. If I want to leave my distributor, I have to give them 30 days notice with good cause. Uh-huh. That's it. But as, yeah, long as my, but as long as my relationship remains good, there's no reason to. Yeah. However, in beer, your soul is owned. Yeah. The moment one case is Bobby warehoused. Bobby firsthand right now. <laughs> is, is warehoused and sold. And one of the biggest problems with distributors is they mislead what they'll do in the event of disagreement. Uh-huh. And Beer Connect was trying to completely just misrepresent that. Just in, you know, Manuel Brothers does a better job of it because they're like, oh, well, we won't do this. And here is an industry secret. I don't give a fuck what contract you've signed with Beer Connect or Manuel Brothers or who the fuck ever. Franchise law in Arizona is established through precedent. Yeah. It would take a massive swing to change it, which means... If your distributor or wholesaler, I don't give a fuck if you want to pretend you don't have one, but if it's legally your distributor or wholesaler, they own the rights to your brand uh-huh. unless you go to court and settle with them with money uh-huh. if they so desire. Yep. Or sell to and, uh, and the after, highest bidder. And yeah. after we just had a global catastrophe come down on a lot of companies, you know, things get a little more interesting. Nothing's happened quite yet, at least here in Arizona. But you can imagine a situation in which it might occur. And misleading that, much less trying to bypass it or like make breweries feel good about it not happening to them, quote-unquote. Like, as someone in golden handcuffs, just it's the way the law works. It, so we got about 30 more minutes, yeah. um, and I do want to get into like I'm ready how things fly. went with... Yes. with Back to uh, Beer Connect. Beer Connect. <laughs> oh, and I'll finish the quick story. I went to Whole Foods for six months, left, because I knew I could f- meet people and then yeah. fucking leave. So, yeah. yeah. Let's, I'll graze over the whole Whole Foods bullshit. But basically, I knew exactly if I went there, I'd find pe- I'd meet yeah. people. I met Chris Young. Yep. End up at Beer Connect with, you know, he promised the fucking Golden Goose. Oh, yeah. He promised the world, too. Oh, man. Oh, we all have stock options. Uh-huh. Talk to Kyle, Adam, Nick. Yeah, on a publicly traded platform that he doesn't, that he's not part of. Like, Well, he, well, he the original crypto bro? Yeah. No, but like, <laughs> if you really think about it, though, Chris Young was direct beer. Yeah. At one point, yep. he was way ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. He actually put reps in the market, which is, I mean, I feel like we all, like, especially right now in craft beer, we're all, you know, riding untapped, doing all this stuff. But you forget, like, I go to these accounts. I walk in, Alex, I love you. I literally walked to an account two hours ago. And I know exactly what beer I want to sell them at yep. the exact right time. Yep. It's not even my fucking account. It's a it's new reps account mm-hmm. in Scott, Old Town. Mm-hmm. And he literally looks at me and is like, Alex, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get to that level where all these accounts ask me, like, what yeah. do you need to move? And I, yeah. you know, and I was like, well, <laughs> 
Do you want 109 cases of a summer ale? Because that's exactly what I, I need to fucking What do. I actually need is to do what's called a pellet drop. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's... Uh, so he was direct beer before direct beer was. With 12%, which is basically bullshit. Um, oh, you're and, not going to like to hear what I paid. <laughs> <laughs> But fucking, uh, yeah, so I started, and you know, you're selling it, and you gotta remember, I came from a traditional distributor, where it's, we're printing fucking money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We are printing money. We were selling essential water before it got big. Yeah. Ne- that was my favorite thing. big brands, you gotta establish. If you're, if you're working for a wholesaler selling any amount of water, that, that goes with, like, slotting fees and, like, juggling NAs with alcohol. Coupons, like, baby. That, that, that yep. is straight up, like, learning that is straight up gangster shit, like... It, Straight up, because not out is the fucking cutthroat. Well, it's, dude, it's, it's wild west. It's coming back. Lo- it's next it's coming, level. It's, it's coming for us. It's coming for us next. Beer, spirits. Oh, CBD water, baby. Oh, oh, shout out Chris Seitel right now. What the I fuck? Know, right? I fucking See. I've learned so much. He ran Behringer. And this motherfucker just walked in non-alcoholic. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm gonna give you twenty Two for ca- ones. I'm gonna give you twenty cases. You're gonna buy a pallet. <laughs> And I'll come back and just carry it. And he like would just disappear. Then i meet him at a dive bar when he'd sit there and drink. <laughs> Amazing. Dude, he would... Uh, that trade, is the he ultimate would, salesman. He would there. trade cases with me all the fucking time. All the time. He's like, he's like this shit don't cost shit. Uh, come get me. Like, he'll, he'll, We'd literally be like walking in the same county. He's like, how much beer you got? I need some beers. You want some CBD water? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got like... Uh, I, I can throw you a four pack. And there'd be a 12-pack case in my car for a four-pack. Dude, the wildest case trade hookup I ever got was from... And he doesn't work for them anymore, so I can fucking totally say this. Uh, he used to... The Polar uh, Seltzer guy. Oh, yeah. Dude, he you, used to we fucking about this take pod before, yeah. care of me. Like, just... Because I'm a huge seltzer guy, too. And, and, and water. And, and, if anybody gives me seltzer water, whatever yeah, you mm-hmm. need. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't drink soda. I, I, I try to drink anything without sugar. Waters. Yeah, so I've, I've got all these delicious seltzers at home. And then I'm like, yo, man, what you need? And he's like, I don't drink. You're welcome. <laughs> Zero a to a billion case trade. I'm like, and he just, anytime I call him, he would actually call me every once in a while and be like, hey, man, like, I don't know. You want like 10 cases of raspberry or what? Dude, I had a... Uh, <laughs> All had, day, every day. Dude, I was so sad. The Carl, Strauss, <laughs> the Carl Strauss supplier rep for North County when I was in San Diego, we'd just pop two accounts together and like... We'd be pulling samples from our car to see each other, and then we would just meet in the middle of the road and be like, what do you got that you can give up? And I'm like, I got this. What do you got? And we just trade beers all the time. He's now my distributor rep for my San Diego brand, and I didn't remember because this was like four years ago, and then he comes on, and, and someone, one of my uh, South County reps is like, yeah, dude, uh, I don't even remember his name. I feel bad. Uh, like, John or whatever is like super excited to see you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw him, and I was like, there's a reason I know him, and I don't remember what, and then like, but I the things clicked before it you got to the him? point. Like, no, like I saw him 20 yards away. <clears throat> and by the time I got to him to have the conversation, it clicked. <clears throat> I was de- reaching in the coffers of the brain to like find this. And he's like, yeah, you probably don't remember. Him. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You think I don't remember you, uh, outside of H brothers trading samples out the, Ilse, or the Carl Strauss fan. He's like, Oh fuck. You do remember me. I'm like, yeah, of course, dude. And he's like, dude, you used to give me all the pointers and help me out with all this shit. I'm like, Dude, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing then. I'm glad you had such high hopes for me, like had high like expectations of like what I was telling you. I was like, oh, we'll see. Um, but let's get to fucking Chris Young. 
Okay, first of all, I'm gonna say one other thing off of you. What you said, yeah. I guarantee he runs his territory and his numbers. They're fucking through the roof for his fucking second chance. For Without, a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Fucking hundred percent. He loves it because that's how you build a fucking mm-hmm. brand. You have reps, but if you want to get into Chris, yeah, I peek at Bobby's IRA dad every, every once in a while. He's doing really good. He does good. He do a little, we could do a little better. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's, it's per, nothing. Perhaps that, even it's if not, I saw his boss today, I would t- I would tell her he's doing excellent. Here's the deal. It's not. Oh, it's yeah, I around. say this all the fucking time. Where we're lacking is not because of the reps. Yeah. I so, mean, there's a point when it's because of the so much changeover and there's a lot of new reps, but that difference. While it's noticeable, is not what changed the needle to three thousand CES, five thousand CES, right? Like, it's it's many other things. And I know you guys. That's a lot of, a lot of no, CES. No matter how big you are, that's and a I lot know of CES. that's a lot of CES. I, and I've said it a million times. <clears throat> I go in your route, and you may not think I'm there because I'm not punching in commitments. Because every fucking time I'm there, I'm like. What's up, Steve? What's up, Mita? And then, like, Alex was just here. I'm like, okay, well, did he talk about this? And he goes, uh-huh. And it's on order. I'm like, perfect. Like, I know I can trust in you, and you're a high-level rep. And we, we had a dream team for a minute, and this this team will get there. Give me MCAT back, and I'll fucking be happy. Right? I was so... I, I love... The uh, fucking Marissa. I Dude, fucking... She's the best. She Aggressive as could be. the best. And I was texting her last night, and she's like, Dude, oh, she's, send me the link to the pod. She, I uh, love her to death. Shout out. Um, dr- the problem with dream teams, though, is they attract attention. Yeah, they... Uh, and, Nikki, then they get, and then they get headhunted uh, off. Marissa. Uh, Nick. Nick. To uh, a there's a ton of people that got, that got pulled. Well, that, they that, got pulled and they didn't give it enough time to actually because I could see like kind of in the future it's like okay well like I'm entrenched in Cave Creek mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I walk in people fucking say hi Alex oh good to see oh, dude, you I, if you're a regular beer rep in Cave Creek you're a celebrity yeah Jill like I'll go on and on about the the, the close knit group mm-hmm. Quail just lost their rep in Cave Creek and this guy's just getting fucking ran Liz. over <laughs> oh yeah Liz, yeah, she works for me. Uh, I know Liz. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just giving her congratulations on Zips, by the way. Uh, uh, <laughs> she was fucking I mean, yeah, yeah, at one two two seven about is, it. Is getting out. Uh, <laughs> oh, she was fucking. I'll tell you this: Alex has his ear to the ground. He knows what's happening in this industry. No, no, you have to. The fact no that you just said that to me. About it. Uh, I mean, no doubt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have doubted it. <clears> but the fact that you said that to me, because I, I'm a huge like. I am a boisterous, braggadocious asshole, but when it comes to like making like big moves, I believe in doing great things quietly. Yeah, yeah. And so the like zips thing, silent. the zips thing. So yeah, like the G and lasagna. Yeah, exactly. With silence. And so the zips thing has been very celebrated internally, but we have not told like we we won't like it happens like next week, but we're not going to blast it out. Apparently, someone's talking. But no, but again, that means you're fucking ear to the ground. But man, man of the streets, like, no, and, and, I'm and that's how an Alex, that's how Casey. Alex's are. So, like, granted, I said it on this podcast, but I have not said a fucking word to anybody oh, else. Oh no, you're tell tell them about all, what? Baby. I, I I love a good network. <laughs> I missed. I, know, I, I love right. a good birdie he, network. He, I missed it. What, what did you say? So, like, I was sitting at one two two seven. I think Casey from Stone had an event, and me and him are really good friends. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll swing by. Me and we live in the same neighborhood. Same with Liz. 
Steph was out. Steph was there. What? You know, you see her once in a while. Um, <laughs> is she uh, is she the new ghost? Uh, say the fucking thing. Um, but yeah, so she, she was like, super excited. I mean, oh, you're that, saying that's how you heard about Zips? Yeah, but it, okay. we, we all sit Got there it. and like go like, oh, I did this, I did this, and it's <clears> good because a lot of times when you say this to mm-hmm. anybody out of the industry, it does not make a difference. Uh, we signed a brand, a seltzer brand, and they went into Walmart and tried to hard sell them like it was an independent liquor store. Yeah. And I, uh, I heard I, this Listen, listen, s- listen, listen. I I may have... Stop it. I'm a hustler, and early in my career, I may have done a lot of that and got into a lot of trouble with my distributor. Is it a hustling mistake, or is it like... Because, hey, man... You don't know until you, don't you know. know. Yeah, just ignorant of it. Yeah. <laughs> I will recommend this to any rat that starts in the industry. Get as many no's as you can. Dude, I will tell you this without a doubt. You're absolutely right. That, I tell my reps all the time, the guys I just hired. Take an L. I go, I go, take at least one. Enjoy your ignorance phase. Like, on things that you don't know. Because now I'm like, fuck them. They're not going to buy them. I'm not going to stop in. Yep. Like, you just drive by accounts. You're like, fuck them. They're not going to do it. They, like, I've stopped them once before and they just gave me the hard no. And you're like, I made the most sales early because I would just go to places. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard a lot of no's, but I was too ignorant to be like, oh, you're a restaurant group? Dope. I want to try to get at all of them in front of the buyer that's in front of me right now. And you're like, Ignorance is way, right? bliss in this industry because once you become <clears throat> jaded, like, I'll drive down and go, like, I can go here, I can go here. I remember early when I uh, first started with Beer Connect, and I'll get back to Chris Young in a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I started, I like and the beverage buyer for Greyhawk, Isabella's, this is the top account in the state. Oh, no shit. And, you know, you get the Lagunitas girl, and yeah, we all know mm-hmm. her name, but fucking sat there and was there every day. Listen, that's my girl. Oh, yeah, she's my girl, too. I love her. She's but... To that point, he called me in and I was terrified. Like, I'm like, I'm, what the fuck am I trying to pitch? Fat orange cat? Like, all the, like, I'm stupid at this point. 12% is like a fucking mystery. Mm -hmm. Um, and I knew exactly what he wanted. And yesterday I walked into True North, 100% confident, just texting my wife, be like, I gotta do this fucking media. I'm gonna slam dunk this shit. I'm out here. Yeah, literally, that's what it is now. Yeah. And when I started uh, for a brief period, a few months, I ran like half the state and I was just selling pallets. Yeah. And how do I go from selling pallets to going to beg for three or four cases? Yeah. Yeah. That is the transition that I'm like trying to like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm also ordering all the beers. So it makes it very easy to, to like, okay, I know exactly what they want. They want, they want, they want. And I can just do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, ignorance at Beer Connect was my Beer Connect was a horrible company. <laughs> I went into ten thousand dollars of fucking debt. Well, it's all pay to play. Like, and I'm yeah. working and I'm out every night grinding. Oh, I'm out. so you're just like because you have to support the lifestyle. So you have to have the lifestyle. You're just thirty k millionaireing your fucking way into the lifestyle. The only way no, I, I did the same shit. I'm just trying yeah. to clarify here. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you basically going around. And I just had a long conversation with my wife. I was like, "This is the industry. Yeah, you have to be at these bars. You, you know, have, you, you have know how many be, sales I made at eight, nine o'clock at night. You just night? have to be there. 
you have to be there. And then they trust you. You have to be seen, beer in hand. And yeah. then you get to now. I fast forward four years later, and these accounts are calling me to mm-hmm. do menus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ask me, oh, should I carry this brewery from this company? Mm-hmm. And you know, granted, like. I love craft beer, and right now I'm just in a very cynical phase of my life. We all, we, we've Same. all been there. Because <laughs> I think this is the first summer in three years that has been normal, and we Same. weren't used to it after COVID, because mm-hmm. uh, so many people were staying. But Which is guess the monotony of work, right? Like, I love it, and it's just like, you know, this is exactly what will work. When Scout launched, I told one of the reps, I was like, I want you to put this beer at here in Cave Creek, and it will work. And mm-hmm. they fucking, they're okay. banging out four slims of fucking, and they love me. And I can yep. go up there anytime I want. And I can get <clears> anything <throat> I want there. And I don't really give a fuck. And that goes into the little cynicism thing. Yeah. Um, so, because, so, there was such a strange event that happened <laughs> with... Uh, beer Connect and Arizona Beer Insider. All right, we're finally getting very beer specific. I'm excited. I, I, beer this Connect is gonna be fun. Was what seemed like a thriving company to the outside world. Right now, things may have been crumbling internally, but nobody knows this. And I always say, it's like to my team, we always see the successes of others, but we never see our. We don't. You don't pay attention to your own. We never see our own. Because when you're making wake, you don't see it happening because you're making it. But everybody yeah. else sees it and feels it, and we all see everybody else's. So, as a lot of these things happen, there's these rumors that ABC is buying Beer Connect or they're merging or whatever the thing's going to happen. Um, but nobody really knew, and everybody's like, "Well, Beer Connect is fucking crushing it. There's beer everywhere. They got these young hustlers Who was out there trying to get there's young no distro. One. Yeah, without oh, a doubt. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Crescent and Hensley wasn't, but like, <laughs> I was like what? And my boy Chuck Noll was. <laughs> That's because he started little guy, and I'll uh, shout out Chuck yeah. Noll. So that. there was, but I love no Chuck Noll. I'll shout him out right now. Here's Fuck the Chuck Noll is the best dude ever. I'll tell you this right now: if if even the big guys weren't seeing the wake that Beer Connect was making with the that super rare, super limited, like super sought after brands coming in that nobody else could get, they'd be an idiot to say they didn't. They they didn't worry about it. And it started a trend it started, of what, it started, what is actively happening in Arizona right now. Right now, it's extremely actively happening, and I think it's because people are struggling in their home markets. Well, absolutely. 100%. So what happened? Because you got to uh, own your backyard first. So what happened from your side that you saw internally of the Beer Connect ABC marriage? I will literally and I'll get super specific. So basically what we were doing is – there was like within the last six months of when we worked there, we were starting to see the guy that was hitting 45, 50, 60 in a small craft distributor. That's good. No, no, shit. With we, we had what AJ's play a little total wine, but our total wines were like four to six. That's not dude, dude hundred. Listen, the, the thing is, when you're small, those are insane wins that no one understands. Like any brewery without a distributor or a tiny distributor that gets into sprouts or like monsters. Any one chain, two chains, that's insanity. It's insane. You, you, you honestly as, can't even keep volume. As the little guys, um, exactly what Alex is saying is like, you're trying to get a delivery truck full. Like, you're like, okay, I know I need to make deliveries. This many pellet positions, how do I get them? Or it's, I know I need to make deliveries Monday through Friday kind of thing. Uh, 
how do I maximize what's in there, right? Like, how do I... three case minimum was hard to hit. Yeah, and and sometimes you're like, dude, I gotta... (laughs) I'm going to four stops on Wednesday, right? Like, is it worth it? And you're like, I need to build up my Wednesday delivery spots. Like, and those little things, you're like, I know Sprouts is gonna pick this shit up every Wednesday, these four Sprouts. You're like, well, that just added four more stops of, uh, you know, now 12 cases. Like, I'm already paying for the guy to be out, now it's filled. Well, the cool thing with Beer Connect, and I always miss this, and probably every beer rep in the world would love this, was the fact that you could schedule your delivery days, except for, like, out-of-town markets. Yeah. So, Monday through Friday, I can get anything delivered in town. That sounds like an unsustainable business model. Without a doubt. We failed. (laughs) So... But on that point, it's like Bobby's just saying, like, you're trying to build up your days. So if I know I'm going to Cave Creek, Happy Valley, I am literally trying to just hit that area. Mm -hmm. I come from a traditional distributor where you work a fucking area. The next day you're in, I'll use Bay Area, Palo Alto. Then you're in, you know, Marin County. You're working specific areas where the truck's going to be there. That's the only sustainable model. Yeah. You go to Beer Connect. I could literally go anywhere, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I need a, I need a, a slim tomorrow. Five, fuck it, I'll send it. it. Yeah. Fuck it, Duh. five extra dollars on a hundred and forty dollars slim." Yeah. But with Beer Connect, and a lot of people don't understand this, and the company's dead and gone, which is probably the best thing for the for world. sure. Um, Chris Young was not good at math. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm little. I, I, it, it's so hard for me not to just interject because that's what I do all the time. Because all of this just sounds. I'm, I'm just like, what the fuck is any of this? Like, it just continue. Sorry. Oh my god, so margins. Uh, he did not give a fuck. He wanted his valuation. He wanted CES or volume. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna build this hype beast, and then that's all cool. he did. But like, you can't build it. We were constantly out of stock. And the margins is like we were selling this one beer for one nineteen, and he did it strategically. He bought a whole truck of it. Granted, the beer probably was good for like a year and a half. Would yeah, the brewery that, want it? That's no. cool for wine. It's cool, but not he put, beer. <laughs> it's cool, and I'll get into the fucking death of beer connect, which is wine connect. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> keep going. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, but fucking yeah, uh, shit, dude. that shit. But Chris Young literally, uh, when ABC bought us, I remember sitting there, and I'm at this point, I'm the only one left, and they're running the margins. He's like, they, he was losing money on this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Where are you actually producing profit? Or are sir? you blending sir. margins? And sir, de- <laughs> you're blending fucking margins. Like you're overcharging for the shit that you know the. 10 to 20 accounts are going to buy multiple cases sure. of because it's high rated the, the yeah. exclusivity but the beer that we're going to make money on that we're going to have after that fucking drop on Monday like we're fucking losing money mm-hmm. and, yeah a lot of people that like kind of come up in this industry because they're like I like craft beer and then they kind of like you know do a wholesale and they come into this sometimes you miss the process where it's like we're in a niche's niche like, we're two to three levels deep in the niche. Like, we have to, like, it, it's not just this, like, whole, like, oh, you just put it out there and here it is. It's like, dude, like, you have to want a dude who is a beer drinker, who actually gives a fuck about what he's drinking, not price. 
and then someone who is willing to step outside of domestic, and then someone who maybe gives a fuck about like the things that your brand is about, right? Like, so it's like when when you start there, it's like yeah, you can charge high premium for like these sought after things, but like again, you're solving twelve of them versus like a hundred of them. It's just a quick buck. Yeah, right? it's, it's it's a quick the slow solid. nickel or the fast buck, right? Like it goes back to zips. Like don't, that will make you more. Don't money bend than over. Quick buck or slow nickel. I don't care what fuck it is. Like, yeah, don't. <laughs> What are the same? Well, it, it's uh, don't walk over dollars to pick up dimes. Like, yeah. don't do it. Like, it's when, when you're telling me about the business model of like pick your days, it's like, cool, that all works until you kind of like glide. Like, the way it chaotically works in this city is like a rep will have like 10p and they'll have this massive, massive mate area where they're just like expected to like, okay, we've, we've gotten all these people to agree to Wednesday and these people Thursday and Tuesday, and you just have to kind of hit this area. But what ends up happening is buyers. Or that are actual competitors five, six, three, ten miles apart in your same area now want the same delivery day because they don't want to release a beer the day after that account. And it just starts to like because of the way we've kind of like, you know, reeled in the industry. So like back to um the chaotic route thing, like I don't know what the answer is, but it's definitely not either of those two things. I always say this: fall big beer because they probably <laughs> have right. a lot oh, more up. fucking right. uh, uh, beer way about it. Out. They are smart and efficient. You're going if I'm a let's say an off-premise independent rep, which by the way everybody underpays those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But they're going hiring, to 15, 15, 20 accounts and they're banging it out. Mm-hmm. You're counting, say, you have an inventory. <clears throat> if Okay, so I have, you know, X amount of Modelo. I have X amount of this. We all forget this. It's efficient. I walk into some of these accounts. I don't even fucking look at the shelves. I'm like, this is what you're getting, and I'll see you in two weeks, or I'll see you in a week. Yeah. So how the breakdown from uh, that merger, like, how'd that go? Because Chris Young bounced after. He didn't. He lingered for a fucking year. Because right, I got fucking emails. So basically, part of the buyout of and really, let's break it down. ABC bought the brands. Yeah, because they and they it they, wasn't about the fucking company. Because they, they're like, oh, we're gonna do this online thing. Yeah, we're going to be a joint company. They and love that, to say they were getting the tech, but they never used it. Me, Kyle, Adam, and Nick looked at each other and was like, no, this, they're just buying their fucking brands. Aaron, <clears throat> Chris Young just got a payday. Yeah, he got He's a fat a, payday. A little fucking hustle. So they kept him on as the marketing guy for a year under contract. I think he as didn't well. Do they, shit. He probably it was well. They were probably reeled that in. Yeah, they probably reeled him into that. Yeah. They reeled him into it to do a bullshit website and yeah. do like post a few pictures on Instagram once every three days. Yeah. It's so, great work if you can get it. It's fabulous. He For him, whole, yeah, absolutely. If you followed his Instagram, he's like, I do connect brands. Now I'm going to invest. Like, I was like, dude, all you did is... <clears throat> is he building crypto farms? And like, no, no, no. So no, no, he's not what's even up doing with, that. Uh, he's just married to a rich woman. Uh, Wine Connect. So Wine Connect, so... <laughs> I remember this happening. This is the best part. I remember this actively Wait, so happening. Just, just real quick for clarification. He tries to open Wine Connect in Arizona? Well, Yes, his yeah, business model. Okay. Literally, beer yeah. connect wine. It's the same distributor, but he called it Wine Connect. Yeah, the problem is, is uh, with wine <clears throat> in America, the feds will fucking come for you. So continue. Okay, this is the best part. So I remember he goes like, okay, like this is the pitch to like get people to 
to be the reps. Sure. We're doing Wine Connect next, and then it's Spirits Connect. Yeah. Like, oh, he has this whole thing fucking done. Uh, We're changing the game, right? He cons everyone. Is he trying everyone. to get the ATF called? Oh, I guarantee you, like, he was like, Jesus. oh, fuck. So... His, like, brother-in-law was an importer for a French Bordeaux company. I worked at BevMo, and I'm from Northern California, so (laughs) I know the most about wine, which is very little. Dude, even just private wine clubs get busted by the feds on the regular, like, over state lines. I am so excited. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes, he looks at Adam, who's... uh, was it Dabina or Thorn? The Throne. I always get fucking confused. And I sold it. Throne is rep. You have Nick, Michelob Ultra guy now. You have Kyle, who's a fucking a nut job. But love him to death. Going golf with him. Are, are you talking uh, for the pod? Kyle Blessinger? No, no. No. Hey, no. <laughs> don't uh, ever fucking dude, say that motherfucker's name. Please. Fucking he Christ. is dead. Dude, that is um, crazy. And then you have David Bowers, the 1912 rep now. Yep. And we're all sitting there. It's like, oh, we're going to buy a ton of pallets of fucking wine from uh, the left bank of fucking France. And here you go. I look at everybody and we, this is how we got trained. We went to Paid Springs and just fucking got hammered. That man's pretty rad. Yeah, we're hammered. We ended up at the fucking Bobcat Bar. Like, there is no fucking wine train. Yeah. You don't have to live through the consequences. Yeah, we're not, like, no consequences. It's great work if you can get it. Yeah. Fabulous. It was, you don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. So he's like, oh my God. And I'm the most successful person. I got us in the Ocean 44, like, on High Street. I get us all this. I sold, I think, the biggest deal in Beer Connect history was like a $7,000 order. Solid deal. The guy barely spoke English, bought a bar in uh, High Street, and I'm pretty sure I don't know where he is, and he was part of the cartel. <laughs> There's but, a lot of that going around. But, um, but fucking, you do it, and he's like, why are we sitting on all this inventory? Like, the the math never worked out with him. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you we, didn't slightly introduce it, you just gave it. It's the same thing when he bought, like, Four pallets of token. Man, listen, is a scam artist? I respect the commitment to the game, but holy shit, you got to be better at it. Like he's committed to being a scam artist consistently. Like after Beer Connect starting to fail, he's not like, "What do I learn from this?" He's like, "Same scam, different graphics." It's just love get, it. get the fuck love, out as soon as I can. Love a scammer mm-hmm. that can't learn their lesson. He needed it, his plan. He's a con artist, right? Like. Uh, he knew exactly what he was doing. He's handsome. He's suave. He, he's charismatic. He knew he knew exactly what he was doing. Build this shit up and sell it. Um, he, he got spent big a investors. Lot of money at accounts. He, he that dude motherfucker spent tons of money. Four hundred dollars. Remember right? that uh, uh, the first uh, made in the shade. Yeah, had- I didn't work. For, I didn't work for you guys. It wasn't a brand that you guys had in your book. And he paid for all of my drinks the whole night. Everybody's drinks the whole. Yeah, night. everybody would ask that dude for probably events dro- with Chris specifically. He probably dropped. Three thousand dollars that night. Probably why I went to ten thousand dollars of debt. Oh yeah. Now here's the deal: when he got that big payout, he knew how to report all of it as loss, um, how to do everything and burn his his investors and pocket a shitload of money, and walk away. Move to his wife now wife's house in Tahoe. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like people don't realize like he had a fucking team. He did. 
and he could have actually done it, but he conned all of us. Mm-hmm. He burned every single one of us. Yep. And gave us off to ABC, which granted... Ended up being a good thing for you. It's a good thing for me now, but, I mean, more responsibility now, obviously. Yeah, but you built the hustle, though. Like it, without, You built with, the hustle. It, without it, the work that you did, it, you wouldn't have been the success of your career now. I talk about it all the time with my wife, is that if I didn't have Beer Connect and have to really struggle for a year... I don't know if I would have been this good where I met, you know, I met a restaurant group when they had one restaurant and now they call me for menus. You get, you made all these relationships and now I am taken care of. Yeah. One of made the, man, baby. I'm a made man. Like literally I walk it's in. It's like getting past the comedy store. Yeah. I know, right? Apparently so. Well, no, there, I don't know there, why. There, there, it came from the point, hustle, man. There is a point in It came from the account building. It came from the sales yourself. that you did. Um, and it came from your, your literal, your ear to the ground. You know what's going on in the industry. You made the sales. You built the account list. Like, you did the hustle. That's why. There's no doubt about that. And that's the thing is that, like, the a lot of these reps will just want handed money. Yeah. Go out and fucking earn it. Without a fucking Go account. struggle. Go, go, go be out in the field. Be out in the fucking field. That's the every rep. I don't care if you work for founders or you work for fucking BRI. Yeah, go fucking hustle. Go to every fucking account. (laughs) Like, but that's the thing. Hyper local, flying Bassett. Yep. As much, I should not. (laughs) (laughs) I sell the fucking brand. As much as this brand does. What they do, they have a guy that literally will go to every single fucking account. Yeah. And that's all it takes. Show up. loyalty. Show up. It's loyalty just, is everything in this thing. Get up and do your fucking job. Get up. Americans love Get up job. before 9 a.m. Yeah. Please, every rep. Get up before fucking 9 a.m. Because buyers are there. Money is there. I mean, my problems wake me up at 3 a.m., so I mean, I'm good to go. I'm up at 3.45. I am working out with Casey Eyed at fucking 4.35 in the morning. I am going home taking care of a fucking baby. Oh, damn. Making my wife breakfast so she doesn't have to get up. I mean, the baby's four months old. Yeah. On the tit. But, um... <laughs> and then fucking... I am out the door by 8.39 every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be. But you can make things out of that. You can make profit. You can make You can make sales. We're in sales. Just show up. Just show Please, up. Please, everybody, fucking job. just show just fucking, do your fucking up. Job. I've had so many. I've had a, a competitor's rep who they lost the rep and then he took over. He's a key account manager and he shows up and he figured out that I show up at an account at 9 a.m. every morning. It's a bar. That motherfucker, 17 years in, he knows exactly what he's doing. He found out when I was going and he shows up. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Am I worried? No. Yeah. But I appreciate actually people doing it. Like mm-hmm. East Valley has a different thing. East Valley has a different thing. There's only like one account, Moto Sushi, that reps congregate <laughs> really. I have never stepped foot in that trash hole. But it's, that's the Come only account I've me. ever seen where there's actually a Come cattle call anymore. Sure. Come in my me. area. Because yeah, everybody's, yeah, yeah. we're all dinking and ducking. Like, yeah. All text friends and be like, hey, meet me here. Trevor's is starting to get a little bit more like that. I think there's a lot of 
everything slowed down. But I can uh, see that. Um, everything slowed down. 1227 kind of was like that, but it was more like a group effort. It was more of a hang. It it's wasn't, a, it's it wasn't more just of a the hang waiting. Because Aaron's cool and yeah. we all like to hang Love, out there. Yeah, it's, but that's the, that's does, one of those industry hangs, not the, yeah. not the waiting lines. That's not the waiting lines. That's where like you have you know, Peter, Fred. Whining pigs like that. Whining not pigs. out here. Not in Desert Ridge because I'm usually alone. Really? My girl Nora, who just started with Scout, is starting to like, you know, I we Nora. actually talk, we talked because we hit, uh, we ran into each other three days in a row and I was like, we're streaking, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because normally it never happens because oh, yeah. that area, that specific route is so big and it's all depend all on delivery schedule. Yeah. So you will not actually see a lot of reps mm-hmm. in that area. Um, Jeff from Hensley. Oh my god, I love him. He sells way too much church music. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey. Dude, I heard some numbers how much church music or how much shop yeah. is about to be selling. Yeah. They're it, doing like crazy numbers now. It's all because of noise. Jeff Davis. I'll, yeah, t- yeah, I'll yeah. fucking say it out loud. That motherfucker loves it so is that is that chain activation or on premise activation? On premise. On premise. He is fucking they're, No, they're their on prem game. It's Buffalo like five, Chip has fucking church music on. It's like five hundred games well, a week. Uh what I'll say about Hensley, um, even though we're not like always on the best of terms, um Just the Phoenix location though. Nope. Just <laughs> Hensley, uh in general. Um they swing hard for their local brands. Um, they understand because they are a single uh, network, single distributor. Like Quench fills a few gaps for them, and so does Khalil. But like, they have this shit unlock, so they weaponize their local brands hard, uh-huh. and, and they do a fucking hell of a job. And I've always respected the fuck out of it. They do a really good job. I'll keep myself out of trouble by just kind of ending it there. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the, you're completely right, though. They yeah. fucking go to town. And granted, they, they, you they should. It's a McCain-owned like company. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking legend. I was in the Bay Area this weekend, and I'm talking, and we're like, McCain, nobody could say a bad... I would never say a bad word about McCain. I grew up in San Francisco. He's yeah. a fucking Republican. Yeah, but and he's also he is a war fucking, he is a war not, criminal I'm sorry, and a, a work good human being. Uh, not a work in my... Uh, uh, or uh, POW? P- uh, yeah, prisoner of yeah, 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 prisoner. No, no, yeah, see, May he, I have he, another of these yes. second chance so easy he, living, he, cold IPAs? It's easy to remember that he wasn't a war criminal because he was never actually elected president. I know, right? all presidents are war criminals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's it, the real industry secret. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is that... Go to bat for local brands. I was at, uh, I was in Martinez, California, and I look at the tap list at a pizza place that can't serve outside. Like it's COVID still exists pretty heavily in the Bay Area. Yeah, but we gotta wrap up. Yeah. Okay. I'll take another beer though. Yeah, that's supposed to. Oh, amen. But anyways, their tap list was like Altamont, Alvarado, and shit like that. Support local over everything. So, uh, sorry, because Bob, Bobby's trying to... <laughs> we, we have made him way too late. Yeah, he but, also has a... Well, well no, he, 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 he's, he's linking excuse after excuse. And it's fine. I'm, I got his back here. So, uh, we're in the local shout-out section. Um, I don't you know if there's... If you got one on deck, I can go first. Um, but we usually just shout-out a local business that we like to kind of like... Uh, you know, bring some attention to him. Um, <clears throat> this week, uh, just a quick local shout out uh, to the local. Um, 
Jessica Jane. She's my homie. Uh, heard she started uh, perhaps listening to the podcast, so shout out you. And then um, just another human being, Maddie G. Uh, Matt Gorman opened his 15,000th fucking Maddie G's location today. Scottsdale and Thunderbird had lunch there today. Murdered as usual. Couldn't speak Food's more. awesome at Matty G's. Dude, Matty, Matty G's place is just fuck. I love the man. I couldn't say more good things about him, but uh, I'll shift it to you or Bobby from here. Bobby's fired up. Uh, I have like so many. Selfish one. plug for Second Chance Beer Company coming out with a brand new core West Coast style IPA. Coming out with New Day. That's, I mean, it's a huge deal for a brewery to come out with a brand new beer that's going to be it's not locked even on in this Instagram, court. Man. Yeah, like, so like you just nothing's gave everybody been a like, fucking industry sticker. It, the, seriously, it's um, it comes out like mid late August, uh, and to, to do it, you, we got to do a whole a whole run, a whole campaign, everything for for a new launch of a brand new beer. Um, we meet every single week, going over all the details of it, locking in pre-orders, getting a huge launch, setting up events, doing all these things. When's that coming? Mid to late August for Arizona, nice. so it doesn't exciting. actually it doesn't actually launch at our brewer taste. You can't get at our brewer and taste room till August twenty seventh on our anniversary. Distro in San Diego will get it before it, and Arizona will get it just before we actually launch it in how our own filling place. in chains and uh, on premise commitments works. Yeah, yeah. so it's, I've had to, I've had to show my own tap rooms before. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. It's, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it is. It's a lot, but uh, I'm. I couldn't be more excited about doing this. We're locking in a ton of huge things for it, um, and honestly, I'm just, I'm just fucking excited to try it. Like, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm gonna be out there for our anniversary. I thought it was so. this uh, beer we were drinking right here. There's a limited. I, well, yeah. Well, well no, I just looked immediately. I was like, damn it, it's not this one because, um, this because I was like, it's not that not yeah. real style cold yeah. IPA. But. Yeah, the the limited release is the cold IPA, the new one, New Day IPA, West Coast style, baby. Arizona's ready for it. Um, the West Coast is coming back. I, I hope so. Wait for it. Cannot clear, wait. Clear is good. Clear beer, baby. Clear beer, baby. Um, I would like to locally shout out, and it's because it's in my hood, and I I could give a million, and I have a million mm-hmm. to do because I'm so close with all these independents, especially in Cape Creek. But I would like to shout out Butler's Easy. Hell yeah! All right, because they are two years ahead of their time. It's Seventh uh, Street and Butler. Please go, because they're a high-end dive bar. They do uh, locally owned. The owner actually owns a gym in the neighborhood, very into the community. And Rosemary, the GM, is fucking awesome. And, yeah. It's like good people, good place. It's just a good place. Right. Great air conditioning. (laughs) And if you, like, get a wild hair, Rum Runner's right next to it. Yep. Do drop in, doties. You just hit the whole fucking row. But they do really good cocktails, and I just love all of them. It's owned by four people, and it's awesome. Dope. I love that I, love I hang that. out there. Me and Casey, I were sitting there till eleven on a Monday while he was working on a school project. <laughs> it's just a good chill spot. If you're in the industry, it's a good place to do admin work. Yeah. Dude, we all look for it. Everybody looks for it. Don't Mm -hmm. go to Ojos Locos because that's where I've been doing my admin work. Uh, Listen, uh, right up the road. (laughs) No, the one in uh, Metro. Got it. Oh shit. Yeah, the hood. (laughs) All right, Bobby. Let's get you the fuck out of here. Uh, Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah.